Hello and welcome back to the Corridor of Uncertainty podcast. It's been another crazy week in the Premier League and myself and Ben are going to dissect it once again. We're going to pick out the best 11. We're going to pick out our team of the week, manager of the week as well. Um, It's going to be a tough one. There's quite a lot of options to choose from. We've also got quiz questions, which we'll start with um, before we get into that team of the week. And if you want the answers, you'll have to stick around until the end. Yes. So then... Have you I've got, got one for you because it's quite Go long-winded. On. Okay. Craig Bellamy has scored okay. for seven different Premier League teams. Yeah. The record. Name the seven. Name seven. Right. Liverpool. I thought you have to wait to the end, don't you? Oh, yeah. That's a good one. Well, spoiler. Forgot about that. Just got carried away. Let's see if he's right. Might be wrong. Could be wrong. Um, yeah. Did just say that, but managed to. I just got so engrossed in your question. I just felt like I had to You're say up for the challenge you are. Yeah. Um, okay. I've got three questions, I think. Yes, I have. Harvey Barnes scored this weekend. Harvey Barnes. In a lovely game that I watched earlier on the week. <coughs> Sorry. Um, but which of these Barneses has got the most. Premier League goals. Ashley, Harvey, or John? Ooh. Um, so, yes, let me know that. If you, and Ben, you can put them in order if you'd like. It's up to you how you answer that question. Kevin De Bruyne joined Eden Hazard, Romelu Lukaku, and Christian Benteke in the 50-goal Belgians in the Premier League, if that makes any sense, this weekend. Yep. Um, but which current Premier League Belgian is the next closest to 50? Oh, cracking question. Um, and then I've got my final one. Man- this is true or false. Manchester City's two mascots are called Moonchester and Moon City. Is that correct or not? Let me know. Hmm. So That's there we go. Disgusting question. Sorry. Um, there are four questions, and we're going to get into our team of the week. I don't know if you instantly start with a Manchester City theme. I personally do. Manchester City beat their rivals four goals to one, and I can't see anybody else um, providing a scoreline that's import- as important as that. So that's for that reason, Pep Guardiola is my manager of the week. No. I don't, Please don't I don't start with the City. Uh, You've got Steven Gerrard, haven't you? I've got Vieira. Oh, okay. Massive win. I did think about Gerrard, but at the end of the day, realistically, he just really should be winning. Like, Villa are a good team. They should be winning. Palace, I'd, I think I would have backed Wolves to beat Palace beforehand. The same for City. I'd back them to beat United. I'd back them to smash them. So, it's not like what shot, what can Pep do? Well. What can Pep do to get manager of the week if it's not beat their rivals for? I don't know. Well, you can put Pep in. Um, but we will talk about that Palace Palace game. I, I thought, and in the last couple of weeks, I mentioned it. I think they lost to West Ham, and I mentioned they looked leggy, and they yeah. made a few changes in this game, and. I think Kilman had a bit of a shocker. First time I've brought Kilman in and fancy Premier League all this season. 
and he's had an absolute disaster class against Palace. So sorry about that, Max. That might have been my fault. Um, definitely jinxed him. But yeah, did you see the interviews after as well? Bruno Large has gone absolutely in on, I think it's that Hueva guy. Um, no. Basically just saying he's not good enough. Um, he's still so, quite young as well, which is a bit harsh. I know, it was very harsh. Um, I guess you just hope the manager knows how to motivate his players. It, I guess different players are, different, are motivated by different management styles, but that was a very bold way to go after a couple of losses. So Wolves are looking shaky and I feel we might start to see them lose a bit of steam now, to be honest. Uh, I don't know, I just think... I, I see this season ending in a bit of just a bit of it's going to be all what could have been right, and just send into a bit of they might finish ninth or tenth probably chaos. Yeah, maybe. Look, like at the start of the season, you would have like taken that, no doubt about it. But where they are now, I think they yeah. they will be a bit gutted that they didn't go all the way. I mean, I could be wrong. Yeah, that's fair. Um, but did you watch the Manchester derby? I didn't. I was um, busy this weekend, so I haven't really watched a lot of football. I watched well, the luckily, Liverpool game. That was about it. <laughs> fair enough. Um, oh, yeah, I actually watched half of that, that. But, yeah, Man City were, like, first half as well, because everyone's, like, treating this as a crisis. Man, Man United were very competitive in the first half. Um, yeah. Sancho's goal was lovely. Um, I don't know how they let Kevin De Bruyne wander into the area twice. Just completely unmarked. Um, was I just super- think that it's getting worse and worse for Big H, isn't it? And Harry Maguire, the fridge. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, the, the first one, I can't really remember it. This when it just gets cut back. and It literally was just like a, a sweaty tramp. Yeah, yeah, it was, very, it was quite static. But, um, I don't, I don't think know. there's a lot to hear. Old Maguire really yeah. did wrong there. The, just... the, second one, the second one, I don't know what he's thinking. No. The dummy. <laughs> Um, Interesting. That's strange. But Lindelof is the main culprit as he watches De Bruyne walk past him um, and just stand still. (laughs) And and then the goal goes in about five seconds later. Um, So I feel like, once again, Maguire didn't have the best performance, but again is being scapegoated into something that's worse than it is. Yeah, definitely. I I think more than anything, if I was a United fan, the, the biggest problem I'd say for the club right now is... Um, I've forgotten exactly what I actually have just completely forgotten what I was going to say <laughs> I, would, I would say it's the fact that the dressing room is just a bit of a mess you hear every single day you wake up and there's a new there's a new like leak or so yeah. either someone in the dressing room is just I just don't think it's a very good I know I was going to say not great teamwork more than anything yeah. people keep singling out single players and put all their hopes on others like United fans seem to have turned their backs on Bruno this season because Ronaldo's come in, but if he hadn't, Bruno would still be the star man. We hardly hear his name anymore, and he's still actually playing relatively decent, considering the team that he's in. Yeah, it just uh, seems very disjointed from top to bottom at the club at the moment, doesn't it? Yeah, and I'm sure that it's all not well and good getting all these young players in, like Elanga El- and whatever else, but, you know, I just think they've got too many options. Rashford's now saying he's going to leave. It's yeah. just compl- like Mr. Manchester, that is, realistically. Yeah. So he's going to go. Like, that can't be particularly soothing for the soul if you're a United fan, since this guy yeah. is like a national hero, let alone 
a decent football player. Like, and yes. in places like Chelsea and Real Madrid. <laughs> it's a very toxic place right now. Yeah, and I don't like how everything's stuck on Maguire. I, I think the main problem is they're messing around with this manager. I think they should have just, right, put your... The biggest issue was they didn't get Conte in because exactly what they needed was somebody to reassure that that defence, and that's what Conte was going to come and do. Like, yeah, they are enough attackers for Conte to sort something out. But they're messing around being like, oh, look at us, we're going to create this new brand of football with this German geezer who nobody's heard of. But what's, what's gone wrong is he's just not changed at all. I think they need a complete revamp. Maybe need to get rid of some players. I don't even think Harry Maguire is a, a massive issue. I think, yeah, he's had a bit of a shocker, but he's a bit, a bit of a, a rare character in some of the decisions he makes. But I don't know. There's bigger but, problems. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. They just need to kind of, like we said on our pizza Lima cast, which you should definitely go and check out, they need to go back to the base and just keep it simple. Start again. Stop chucking pepperonis and sausage and uh, meatballs on it, on it and just go back to the base and, and re-roll the dough. Yeah. Because I think they've got, like, you know, De Gea, really good keeper. Juan Basaka's not that bad. Sure. Showed he was decent last season. You know, like, that's the, I could go on for a while. Varane was one of however many Champions Leagues in the World Cup. Yeah. Like, you can't be that poor saying, oh, you know, yeah, you've got flipping all this in front of you. They need to sign a CDM, ultimately. That's the weakest part. But then apart from that, they're looking quite good. And I I think Ranić's sort of going the right, right way about not including Ronaldo every flipping week. Because he's yeah. 700 years old. But Yeah, I think you're probably right. We'll see. It's going to be an interesting rest of the season. See how far they can climb or fall, um, and an interesting summer as well because we don't know what's going to happen then either. Top four? No. No. I think Arsenal will probably get that in the bag. Really, I think I think Tottenham are going to get it now. I think Tottenham are looking decent. That's just because it's just we next next week when they lose to whoever on earth they have Arsenal um, back in. Uh, yeah, it, it's, it just depends on which Tottenham you get. Because some you know, have got like the best form rating at the moment. Like on paper, they're, they're the best, the most informed team in the league. Yeah, I, I say Arsenal. Arsenal generally this season, bar the first couple of games, or just first oh, game. Well, when we're going to get relegated. Well, yeah, not according to us. We told you this would happen. We told you Arsenal would be good. Um, and it was literally that first game. Other than that, they pretty much true, beat the it? teams. They beat the teams they're supposed to beat, and they lose the team they're supposed to lose to. So, oh yeah, because yeah, even what was it? They had the they first had three was Brentford Chelsea City and Chelsea. Yeah. So other than that Brentford game, they haven't had like any like shockers really like that come to Martin. I mean, there may have been a couple, but they've like they've lost to United. They've lost to City. They've lost to um, Chelsea. Um, but they aren't being beaten by like these like this Watford game and, and most of the other yeah. one. They're just doing their jobs. So yeah, they still that, got the win, didn't they? Like I know it was a bit of a special yeah. performance. Yeah, yeah. More Watford were just really good or Arsenal just didn't turn up on the day. I think you yeah. said that for a few teams this week. But um as well with Arsenal, it's quite funny that that game we were just talking about the Chelsea game, what was it like two 0 or something? Yeah. Imagine Looking back then, what people were saying, like, oh, Lukaku's come in and he's absolutely yeah. smashed his debut. Now look at it. Yeah. And uh, yeah. I was listening to a podcast the other day and they, they did bring that exact game up. And um, 
they went, but you have to remember he was up against Pablo Mari, or whatever his name is. So That was a mess at the start of the season for us. Right, let's get on to the team. Let's get into our GK. Um, actually, uh, talking of GKs, I thought I saw Ben Foster the other day, but I, I don't think I did. A little story for me. Does it does come into the supermarket I work for relatively often? I just saw a tall man with so, and I, it looked like Ben Foster from a distance. He wasn't close enough for me to kind of get up to him. Should have gone uh, I was gonna go, and I saw he had a saw he had a beanie on, and I thought mm. Ben Foster doesn't seem like the type of guy to wear a beanie. Really, he strikes me as a very big beanie. Really, well, uh, maybe it was him then. And then I, it was also a Friday. I'm like, what's he doing here? He's got a game tomorrow. He's got, he's got to be. But then he, yeah. well, he plays for Watford, so maybe he's just going down on the day. It was a home game. And maybe he they played on the same. If I reckon I could find Ben Foster in a beanie. Yeah, well, maybe for ne- next week, that's your homework. Make sure you find a find a picture of Ben Foster wearing a hat. That isn't a uh, cycling helmet. <laughs> not a cycling helmet, yes. Um, Is he getting in the team, though? He's not in the team. He conceded three goals this week. Good ones, but not in the team anyway. Oh, I've just gone on his Instagram and I found him in a beanie. Already? Yeah. Oh my god! How long ago was that? That was November. Oh. <laughs> uh, well, and he wears being. It is anyway. under a cycling hat. Help. Me. <laughs> <laughs> um, but my actual goalkeeper, um, who I definitely can't imagine wearing a beanie, is Casper Schmeichel. No, I can't imagine him in one, but I have put him in as well. What a performance from him! He made plenty of good. I watched the Leeds game. Um, don't know what I think of um, Marsh yet. They were good leads. They were, they looked a lot more structured, but still kind of like, kind of a bit crazy. Like I don't think they're going to tame, I don't think he's looking to tame them too much. Um, but they did look good. But yeah. like, I, like I said on Twitter, they missed their chances. And that's like, well, at least they're playing good football. Marsh looks like he's getting them playing, but they just missed chances. But if they if they had the ability to stop missing chances, then Bielsa would still be there now. But that's the problem. Um, they need to score yeah. goals, and they didn't. Um, Leicester were good in small spells, which we've seen this season, but it's just not consistent enough. But they did get the win. Harvey Barnes and Drew Sprewell were great, but Schmeichel probably man a match for keeping them in the game at various points. I really think Harvey Barnes is hitting back into his stride a little bit now. He does look so, doesn't he? Yeah. I don't know. If I might put him in my fantasy team. Take a risk. Ooh, a little differential there. Yeah. Um, okay. Do you want to? Uh, right, there's about twelve right backs that could have got it this week, but there's one that surely has to have it. Mm. Um, it's really close. Is he English? Uh, yes. I feel like there's going to be two then. Well, let's let's say well. So Reese James and Trent Alexander Arnold were both very good. Matty Cash was great too, as was Matt Doherty. Doc Doherty, Doherty, I think it is last night. Yes, um, Doherty seemed to play on the right wing back. Yes, I'm I'm going to put it out there now. I've gone for a four four two this week. Uh, I'm I haven't, but I'm I'm willing to. Right. So that's that's fine. Um. I'm get, I've, I've put Rhys James. I think he was the best of the three. I think Trent played his best defensive performance that we've seen in a while. Um, but Rhys James had a, a really big impact on the game. Wasn't bad defensively. And like it, we're seeing 
this is the difference between Chelsea, maybe not, well, maybe, well, when James and Chilwell were there, Chelsea were top of the league. Um, now they're not. We saw what happened and James is back and we see the instant impact that he's made. I know it's Burnley, but it's a Burnley side that held Chelsea in the first half um, and Reese James was the difference. If Reese James hadn't, hadn't played though, would Chelsea have won? Probably. I don't so. think so. I think they probably would have still won. Whereas Trent got an assist, which was an incredible assist, and made a goal on clearance at the end of the game. Whoa, whoa, whoa. It was not an incredible assist. I don't, I don't think he even shot. I, I, no, I think he did shoot. I think it was a shot. Well, it's still an assist. It's not an incredible it's assist. It's a 1-0. Yeah. All right, he got an assist. I don't think we can put Trent in. I, I don't think we can put Reese James in. They played three I at think... the back. He didn't need to do that much defending. I, I think if if we had swapped James and Trent's performance around, you would still be asking to get Trent in. I'm always going to ask to get Trent in, but I genuinely do think he played ridiculously well this week. I think he did play well. Wouldn't have won. But I, I don't. I don't think his performance was as good as Trent. Just because Liverpool won one nil and their their team wasn't as good as in other areas doesn't mean they played a hard position. Burnley, you would be, you should be being four nil. West Ham are a pretty decent team. Yeah, I, I, but J- James's performance was better regardless of the, the opponent. All right, you can put Reese James in this week. I, th- I think I think it's harsh not to put Reese James in once he's when he's scored. All I'll say is Reese James is getting compared to Trent, whereas Trent's getting compared to Danny Alves at the moment. People, I think it's a bit I'm... too far. There have been many shouts this week for people saying Trent will be the best right back of all all time. I think that might be a bit far, but. Just, it's just levels. It's just levels. I'm not. I'm not saying Reece James. I'm saying still saying Trent is better than Reece James. But in this week, I'd right. say Reece James. Right. The two things that people keep bringing up about Trent, well, not not the two. He did have a great game, but the goal line clearance wasn't a goal line clearance, um, and that wasn't as impressive as I thought. Is basically is what I'm trying to say. And the, the assist was a shot. So get a grip. <laughs> Um, but yeah, he was good, just not as good as James. But nice to see a uh, big Matt Doherty. Um, kind of you see what he's about a bit more because kind of just been slated. It's been awesome, exactly. And and they've gone back to the system that he likes, and surprisingly, he's good in it. Oh, so, wow! So Matty Cash has, has really been unlucky this season with a couple of uh team of the weeks he's missed out on just because there's so many good right backs. But I thought he was good as well. He did get into one a few weeks ago, didn't he? He did, he did indeed. Let's see if a different Villa player gets in in a bit. Do you want to go left back or across the back line? Uh, we'll go left back, which I've struggled with quite a lot more. Right. Um, I've gone for Mr. Consistent. It doesn't always make an appearance in the team of the week, but does regularly get a mention. And he is just doing a good job week in week out for Crystal Palace, and that is Tyreek Mitchell. I've gone for Shocker Doodle Doo, Andy Robertson. Oh, this is a shambles. He wasn't even that good. He was. He's awesome. What did he do? He was lively up and down the wing the whole game, played defensively well against a good opposition. So did Tyreek Mitchell. You just said that Wolves are stumbling a bit at the moment. He also made three clearances and about five tackles, I think it was. Go on. Go and check Tyreek Mitchell. See what's more. And whoever's got more... Right. Can go in. Right. Hmm. While we do that, I'll. Oh, I'm struggling with my centre back. Andy Robertson made three 
according to who scored. Yeah. No, it's not who scored. So far, scores. Yeah. A very reliable uh, source. Andy Robertson made three clearances and three tackles. Tyrone Mitchell made oh, ten clearances and three tackles. Right. In goes Mitchell then. But they have said that Andy Robertson had a better rating. So, I mean, that's a personal win. They also said Trent had a better week than Reese James. So, that's a personal win for me. And I'll happily put the other two chaps in. <laughs> there we go then. Um, I promise you I'm not going to try and put any more Liverpool players in. Okay. That's nice to know. It's probably the, like the first week we've not had a Liverpool player in. No, it was a few weeks ago. Um, when they didn't play. <laughs> probably. Was trying to get anyone and everyone in. <laughs> that was the Carabao Cup final and they literally couldn't have had anyone in because they weren't, weren't playing. Um, who's your centre-back partnership? Thiago Silva and a man from a few weeks ago. I don't know if it was last week. Fabian Shah. Yeah, it's good shouts. Uh, I don't have Silva personally, but um, I've got Shah. And I wasn't sure, I want, uh, not sure the rest, but Mark Gay was good again for Palace, captain in that side already now, like we mentioned a couple of weeks ago, that guy is very good. Um, and the, the Brentford boys were pretty good. Janssen, good with his head. Um, and both good defensively, but Pinnacle, so was just causing carnage with long throws into the box on a regular basis. No, fair enough. Um, but Fabian can go in. I don't know if you want uh, if you want silver or or one of the other options. It's okay. I'm gonna go for Thiago Silva. In any game, thought he played really goes. really well from the highlights I saw, and all the a lot of people were raving about him. Okay, he's in again. I have not watched much this week, so that's why I'm trying to get any Liverpool player in. I can <laughs> midfield. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm do you want to go to the wingers or the central midfielders? Uh, let's go with the right winger. This is tough again. This is where I tried to sort of put Doherty in because I feel like that was more of the position he played. However, I'm going to go for God. Riyadh. You see, I watched the first half of the City game and he was completely irrelevant in it. Um, and I don't think his overall performance was particularly outstanding. He did just happen to score two goals. Um, whereas I thought Bakayo Saka kind of ran the show a little bit with Martin Odegaard. I'm very happy to put Saka in. I would like to go for Saka if that's an option and you are happy to, so we can go for it. However, on the topic of Riyad Mahrez, honestly, if he played week in, week out, he'd be a top five player in the league. Yeah. Like, I honestly think he's awesome. Yeah, you can't argue with it. I think, seriously, if he moved to, I don't know, any other Premier League team, apart from Liverpool, he'd start, obviously. But even worldly, there's like, I'm trying to think of right-wingers who get in the team above him. The only ones that come into mind currently are Salah and Messi. Yeah. And maybe Sterling. But... Yeah, I think Pep likes to rotate it. I mean... I you know, I'd be so furious if I was a city player. Yeah, but if you want good players, well. you need to keep them all happy. That's the yeah, problem. True. And also, your t- if you're playing, if you're if you're very good, then you know the opposition is going to defend deep. So at least having the option to surprise them with a team selection might kind of cause yeah. a little bit of confusion, I guess. I, suppose, I was listening to the Football Daily podcast the other day. I do like that, and they did a. They were doing 
top 10, no, sorry. So all the players who have moved for over a hundred million pounds ranked. Yeah. And they brought in obviously Grealish. And so there's only, there's only seven or eight. I think they said, if you count Hazard, because obviously the different like currencies have an effect on how much somebody. Yeah, yeah. And, um, Obviously, they put like Griezmann, Coutinho, Dembele quite low down. And then they got to Grealish, and one of the guys who I thought was really clever put Grealish in its second above Neymar. And I was just like, what the? F-? <laughs> Honestly. But they, what he did say, which was quite clever, was I'm backing Grealish next season to absolutely bang. Yeah. And what, I just wanted to hear what you thought about it. Um. Yeah, I mean, it's. Like it's been, yeah, like he says, less than a season in this game. Um, I think it was good, um, dangerous, and he is in a in a team where it is difficult to get a run of games. He's a very congested part of that team. He wants to play off that left hand side, like a Raheem Sterling can do, like a Phil Foden can do. Bernardo Silva looks to drift into those areas sometimes, so it is difficult for him to get in the team and stay in the team. Um, but maybe he's right. Yeah, I mean, right now. He's not worth the money, but he didn't ask for the price tag. He's still a good player. We know that. Um, and maybe next season it will be his year. So, kind of agree. Oh, but you would say that he's better than... Well, you'd agree that he's better than Neymar? Uh, no, I would not. Thank God. I thought you were going to say yes for a second there. <laughs> and they've listened um, to Mbappe first. Spoiler alert. It's really good. Yeah. Good of it. Um, so, who did you go on the left wing? I'm guessing it's not really. I've got... Four names for you. Yeah, me too. Jaden Sancho really impressed me. Okay. But I think that might be blinded by off-the-pitch stuff as well. All right. Son was a bit underwhelming. I just obviously want to get anyone I can in, so Mane was all right. <laughs> but I've okay. decided to choose Zaha. Okay, that's interesting. Um, I I have I have four names, but none of those are on my list except for that last one. So Wilfred Zaha is in. Who were your other three? Um, I thought Pulisic was good, but did have a couple of tappings really. Yeah. Um, Barnes, like I said earlier, was very good for Leicester too. Yeah. Um, especially the first half. Yeah, I can't... I think it was Dallas. Yeah, it was Dallas. He absolutely destroyed him time and time again. Yeah. Uh, and Ryan Fraser had another good game. He did. Ryan, but Wilfred gets in. So I love Wilfred Zaha, man. Yeah, had a couple of um, comments on our drop bench start where we did Rafinha, Saint-Maxman and Zaha. Um, quite a few people not a fan, but... According to the poll, he was actually uh, second, I think, behind Rafinha. Who'd... No, behind Saint Maximan. What people think Saint Max is better than Zaha? Yeah, to be honest, I think it was. I I said, who's the best? And I think it's just people. What Rafinha was last. I think the the Crystal Palace and the Newcastle hashtag. Um, obviously reached more of those fans than the, yeah. the league one. I guess. Or, or, or that is just what people think. Um, but Blimey. that would be my um, but Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, how do we do it again? Do we drop that? Drop St. Max? Yeah. Uh, we both started Zaha as well, I think, in the end. Oh, nice. Proud of myself. Um, so, yes, he's in. He's starting in this team too. Um, midfield two. 
it's going to be tough to pick. Kevin De Bruyne has got to be in there. There's no doubt about that. Uh, no. Just um, gonna, no doubt about it. He's in. And I, I mean, I've actually gone... Well, because I, I had a three, but we'll work it down to two. I imagine you've got Coutinho as well. How did you know? Yeah. Oh, how did I know? Yeah. yeah. I just had a guess. Um, I also had him and also... Which I think, I mean, it sounds great. Why don't we have KDB and KDH in the middle of the park? Ken and Jewsby Hall. Yeah. I don't think I said that right. It sounded like I was on a bit of an issue halfway through. <laughs> no, I've got to put my foot down. Coutinho's yeah, that's, that, that's fair enough. Um, I'm yeah, sure he was. Jewsby Hall played well, but Coutinho played very well. Yeah. And that's he true. is looking back to his absolute best. I mean, again, he's only really turned up against Southampton, but they were on good form. They he are. Also, they turned the game around against United. Yeah, he, he looks right. Um, and I, the Villa, I know Villa have an option to buy thirty-three but, or something. Yeah, but the, uh, it's not like a. It's, it's not, not like they long. get. It's not like first choice. Villa. It's like someone else can still say, no, actually, I'll have him. To be honest, um, 33 million is quite a lot for like a club like Villa. Oh, yeah. Well, actually, that's not but, even that. but I mean, yeah. like, could I just say Liverpool as an example or Arsenal, could that make him just say, we'll offer you 40 and we'll have him instead? Probably. So I wonder if he keeps up this form, if that might happen. Yeah, be interesting. Kind of wish I'd taken him back now. I did offer, but he said no. Yeah, I don't think he's what we need at the moment. But carry on. Well, but he's doing well. Um, Odegaard was great as well. He's so good to watch. You like Odegaard, you do. I do love a bit of Martin. Um, all right, into our strike partnership then, I guess. Well, for for me, I'm going to go for the guy with the most underwhelming hat trick I've ever seen. Yeah, a tap in and two penalties, but get Ivan in. Ivan, Ivan in. Him up my fantasy team, he scores a hat trick. Man, okay, big big result actually. Frank was another option for marriage of the week. I know it's against Norwich, but that was huge for Frankfurt. If they hadn't have won that game, they were in big big trouble. And I think that might just be enough now. Yeah, might be. Uh, I don't think they're going down, but they've got a lot of work to do to make sure they don't go down again. Also, I thought Ericsson was all right. Do you know what? I know I know Ericsson didn't actually get a direct contribution to a goal, but when I saw the rumour that Ericsson was going to sign, I tweeted and I said, if Eric if, if Brentford get this done, Ivan Tony's gonna have the time of his life. Yeah. And first start, Ericsson, three goals Tony. I mean they <laughs> called it. But so there you go. That's Twitter for more absolute Brilliant Great. predictions. Yeah, that's exactly what I made mine on here because I'm not very good at Twitter, but Luke's really good at Twitter, so go have a look at that. Thanks. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Tony, well done. Good good on you. The best one in the league. After okay. Jota, he's back. It's looking scary. It is Harry Kane, isn't it? It is. Get him in. Yeah, I mean, fair play. I feel Spurs are hard done by after destroying Everton and only having one man in the team. But, um, I mean, what are your thoughts on Everton now? 
I mean, it seems to again like a, yeah. quite similar, similar to Spurs. It is um, up and down, but majority down. Let's be honest, this season. Um, are they going down? Uh, no. They are bad though, and I don't think Lampard's good. You were raving about him the other day. I don't think I'd ever ever raved about him. I, I tried to um, justify it. Explore the idea that he wasn't as bad as manager just because he didn't have the best of times at Chelsea, which was maybe harsh, but sacking him so quickly. Um, but he's struggling, and I don't know if he can get out of it. I think they've got. I think Watford and um, Norwich are pretty well. Norwich is going down. The problem that well, the good thing for Everton is there are three bad teams in the division, like really bad. In so Norwich, Watford, and Burnley. Yeah. So still if they think, do, I still think Burnley could survive though. That, and Burnley definitely. Burnley have got Burnley have got Brentford next, I think. And they've still got uh, what two, one or two games in hand on that. Yeah. So, I mean, Everton are in big trouble, and they look shambolic. So, I don't know. I, I, I'd Maybe love they to see will. Them, personally. But he could, it definitely could happen. It's on the cards. Frank Lampard is in big, big trouble because he messes this up. That's his managerial record in the bin. He's going to have to start again. Go back to BT Sport, you pundit. Yeah, pretty much. Um, but Harry Kane's good, though. <laughs> Harry Kane is going to finish second top goalscorer in this league. That's mad. You hear me now? So. That's my yeah. prediction for the day. Harry Kane is going to outscore Diogo Jota and he's going to finish behind Salah. But don't be surprised that he will. So there you go. That will end our team the week part of this podcast with a bold prediction from Ben. Right, question time. Give me your long one, even though I've already started to answer it. Craig Bellamy has scored for a record seven different Premier League teams. That's mad. What are the seven teams? Liverpool. Yep. Cardiff. Yep. Man City. Yep. Now, here I'm in trouble. I haven't looked. You know, I did. Who else you played for? Uh, I've no idea. Two of them are still in the Prem, two of them in the Championship. Middlesbrough. No. Swansea. No. Who did I just have no idea who played for? I can't even picture him. Stoke. No. West Brom. No. West Ham. Yes. Uh, I'll give you a clue. The other Premier League person that, uh, team that we've put in that he's played for, we've put a player in from today. Arsenal Villa. Nope. Newcastle. Yes. So how many of them? Is there just one more championship team? No, there's two more championship teams. Two more championship teams. Hull. No. Quite a local oh. area to us. Birmingham. No. Mm-hmm. Local area to us. 
Not you. No, it's not Nottingham Forest. Not me right now. Um, who am I missing from the local area? Birmingham, Villa, Wolves. No. Who else is there? I can't think of anyone else that's in that area. Tell you. Just tell me, yeah. Cov. Oh. Uh, and Blackburn. Yeah. Right. Oh, maybe should have got the back wrong. Well done, Craig. Completely forgot that you existed on the face of the earth, to be honest, mate. Good question, though. Thank wonder you. how many of you will get. Harvey Barnes scored uh, a winner this week. But which Barnes has the most Premier League goals? And for you, Ben, you can put them in order if you like. Harvey, Ashley, John. I feel like it's a really, really like stupid question. I feel like John's got the most. But at the same time, like I don't know if you've got them in Division 1 or something. So, I think Harvey's got the least. Okay. I feel like you've rubbed this in my face because you know I don't like Ashley Barnes. So, I'll go Ashley Barnes first. John Barnes second. That is correct. Ashley Barnes, 41. John Barnes, 28. Harvey Barnes, 19. That's crazy. That is crazy. Kevin De Bruyne. Here we go. Joined Hazard Lukaku Benteke's 50 goal Premier League Belgians. Which current Premier League Belgian is the closest to 50? I've got the next three, if that's interesting to you, but you can give me the first one as the answer. Do they all still play in the Premier League? No, I'm only looking for players that currently play in the Premier League right now, yes. Okay, so I'm trying to think of Belgians in the Prem. So there's obviously Yuri Tielemans. There he is. There's Leander Trossard. There he is. You said Benteke had already got 50. So I'm thinking yeah. the best striker in the league. Divock Origi. Maybe Tongan's not around. Not that he'd be anywhere near it. <laughs> <laughs> Sambi Lekonga. I feel like I've said the three. Yeah, it is those three. But, yeah. old. but I'm going to go for Divock Origi first. Like closest. Then Tielemans. Then Trossard. Exactly. 21, 18, 14. It's quite close then. Well, sick of this. Manchester City's mascot is, or two mascots they have, are Moonchester and Moon City. Is that correct or not? No. Uh, no, it's half correct. Which one's actually correct? Well, I reckon Moon Moonchester. Yeah, it's Moonchester and Moonbeam is the actual. Moonbeam. It's the other one. And Moon Pie is what Sheldon from the Big Bang Theory is called by his Mima. <laughs> there you go. Um, great great time. You, I had a pie for dinner, actually. Did you? Mm. I had a wrap. Mm, what did you have in it? Uh, I don't want to tell you. <laughs> a fried what? egg. A fried egg, just that's it? Just yeah, egg. I thought I'd give it a go because I'd run out of bread and I was fancying a sandwich. Like a fried egg sandwich. <laughs> So I made it into a wrap because that's what <laughs> Fair enough. I'm not going to say anything. That pretty much sums up um, Ben's culinary ability. I'm say. awesome at making things. Don't tr- don't knock it till you've tried it. Um, well, there you go. That's a nice note to end on. Hopefully, everyone at home is enjoying their Friday egg wraps as well. And we'll speak to you soon. Goodbye. Bye.